Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today we're going to be letting loose on some of the most embarrassing and crazy stories we've seen in the church. Yeah, we're going to share all the things that have happened to us that made us crazy at the time that are pretty funny now. So this is going to be a fun episode. And we've got a special guest, Pappy the Pig. some stories for you guys today that are going to kind of give you a little intimate look in some of the most embarrassing and, and crazy moments of our faith journey. Uh, and I can't wait to see who's going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, before the show even started, Sheila has been bursting at the seams to share one of these stories. So well, I've got so many good ones. I know. I, I, I want to start with Sheila. I think he should start out the show. But before we do, I just want to say we want to hear from you guys, too. So any funny and embarrassing experiences that you've had in church, we want to see in our in our feeds on our social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We want to hear from you guys. This is just a wonderful way to be lighthearted and to share more of the humorous side of church. All right. So I'm like, you know, this is no order, you know, but okay. So I was my brother-in-law's confirmation sponsor, right? And my wife was also converting at the time too. So we're going through confirmation. This is about you know, seven years ago. And it's the um, Good Friday, right? And... On the Good Friday, we, we go over to the school across the parking lot from the church, and you have, like, a prayer session, and then you process across with a, a, a really large cross, right, from the church across the—from the school across the parking lot to the church to go do the stations of the cross. So, and then you have all these papers with you, too, because you had to, like, fill out some papers or whatever. So then we get single file, it's very solemn, it's very quiet, and everyone's very focused on, on the Passion. And we're going over to, 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 for the first time for a lot of these people, do the Stations of the Cross. So we, we come out of the room where the, the confirmation classes happen, walk down the hallway, and my brother-in-law, my confirmation sponsors, carrying this cross. It's probably about six feet tall, made out of wood, right? And we get down the hallway, and we go towards the front door to walk out. And as he's walking through the door, he doesn't account for the fact that, you know, he's now seven feet taller than he was. And tries to go through the door and just smashes the cross on the door and it falls over. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Okay. And if you've ever been in a situation where you're not supposed to laugh and things are supposed to be serious. <laughs> so me and my wife, Kelly, we're looking at this. We're like, oh, oh my gosh. And we're like, <laughs> you know, they're trying not to laugh. Okay. Those are the worst. Okay. Oh my gosh. So we're trying to keep it together. Yeah. All right. And it's cold out, right? It's Ohio, you know. Right before Easter, it's cold. So we're walking across the thing. And then my brother-in-law, he's still carrying the cross. And we're getting about halfway through. And then he drops all of his papers. <laughs> and there's like 60 papers blown around <laughs> this parking lot. Okay. So at this point, me and Kelly can barely hold it together. We are trying <laughs> so hard to not laugh. And my brother-in-law is a, a fantastic guy. And he's such a great, sweet guy. 
And then so we're like running around stomping on these papers to collect them all. <laughs> and we're supposed to be processing solemnly candles and cross <laughs> to do the station of the cross. And it's total chaos. It's like <laughs> So then we start walking to the church. And he didn't let him learn his lesson. He hit the cross going in again. Too. Oh my okay. goodness! And that gracious. was it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. So then we get it, and me and Kelly are just dying of laughter. So we're going and doing the stations of the cross, and we're we're laughing so hard we're crying. And then like people are coming around, and we're like like putting our hands down, like we're crying in piety, but we were laughing so hard at this. I I don't know if I've ever laughed. I've if I've ever laughed harder, it's just in different ways. That was so funny. I mean, it's just such chaotic, goofy stuff. It's so funny. I'd be like this. <laughs> I'd be like that. I'd have my head inside my shirt. Convulsing. Yes. Not able to breathe. <laughs> well, that's how me and Kelly were. We were just like... <laughs> <laughs> Those, they're the most inappropriate, embarrassing moments. But they are some of the best laughs. Yeah. Especially when you're in a solemn space. Oh, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? So I've had I've had a couple of experiences like that. So you know the uh, genealogy of Matthew, mm-hmm. right? So we are celebrating the 450th anniversary of the founding of uh, of St. Augustine. And I'm so honored and and blessed that I was selected to do the sunrise mass for all of the oh, service cool. people, you know. So and and I just absolutely love the sunrise masses at the rustic altar. If you've never been to Mission Nombre de Dios, it's the first successful mission in the United States of America, 1565. And um, so you know, suffice it to say, like I call up you know a few of the seminarians to um, you know to serve, and then I ask Father Tetlow, who's our buddy. Uh, who was the vocations director when you came in um, and was it, I was one of his last vocations. Um, I said, you know, Father Tetlow, can you read the gospel? But it was the gospel of the genealogy. So he starts he starts reading, you know, these names. You know, Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, Ram. And this is like early in the morning and he's not an early morning person. So you can just see that he's like starting to struggle with some of the some of the names. Ram, the father of Aminadab and Aminadab, and he gets down to he gets down to Rahab and Boaz and the and Shatil and, and the way he said Shatil, I mean I I, I like it? lost it, dude. So like and there's like all these people, and it's like really like a solemn solemnity, the 450th anniversary. So I'm like I grip my hands and I close my eyes. I put my head down. And I'm like I'm starting to convulse a little. bit. <laughs> and then, and then, and I have Billy Shatiel. Kramer. <laughs> Man, all I keep on hearing is this Shatiel. And 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 uh, Billy Kramer who was a seminarian. He like elbows me in the side because he was standing next to me. He was cassock and surplus. And he's like, "Get it together, get it together, Rich, get it together," <laughs> which made me laugh even more. So now I just like turn my back, and now I'm looking at the sunrise, and he's still going up with the genealogy, <laughs> and I'm losing it. And then Billy starts laughing, so now both of us are laughing. I'm, I'm like convulsing at like the 450 this. 450th anniversary of this mission. at the rustic altar outside. Oh my, oh my gosh, uh, that was one of those types of experiences. Oh shit, to you. Oh shit, to you. <laughs> I'm sure it's not going to surprise you. I was on the other side of that being laughed at by, by a whole parish. So it was like, uh, uh, it was, uh, the mat, it was the Christmas Eve mass. I was back from being a seminarian. 
I never served in mass. I mean, I did, but it was pretty basic stuff, you know, at the altar, wine. And, but, you know, they bring out all the incense for Christmas and everything. And so, okay, Delacrosse, you know, you're going to be on the thoroughfare. I'm like, what's that? You know, like, oh, it's the thing, you know, you swing with the smoke and everything. Just just listen, we'll, we'll tell you what to do. So I'm like, all right. So I get in there, and there's like, okay. So he's going to go up and read the gospel, and he's going to ask for the thoroughfare. You give it to him. He's going to incense it, and then... Then you just go back to your seat. I was like, okay, that's easy. They didn't throw in there when he was going to ask for it. So I, I go up behind Father John Legaza, and, I mean, this place is packed. And this is my parish, so I recognize 80% of these people, you know? And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, it's go time, you know? I just don't mess this up, right? You know, so I get the thoroughfare. We got all the smoke in it and everything, you know? And he walks up, and I'm processing behind him. And he goes, the Lord be with you and also with you. And, I, and I'm like, oh, but he must have forgot. So I turned around and I started walking away. <laughs> well, he's got to like do like, it, you know, the gospel. Reading from the Holy so Gospel according to Luke and then incense. <laughs> then come back and do it. So I'm, I'm, walking away, I'm walking away and Father Park's just like, what are you doing? And he does his hands like this, like, what are you doing? Get up there. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm like talking to him. What are you so now look, I'm facing one or two people yeah. at this time, right? Yeah. I didn't see what happened behind me. I didn't see Father John turn around and what he and what he did. So he turned around looking for the incense and you were just walking I'm away. Like, I flew, I flew the coop. So he he turns around obviously and I'm not there and he probably gave a look to everybody like, but everybody in the in the pews when I turned around I'm like I messed up and my eyes were like, you know, like this I'm like uh, so I'm like this like I'm like uh, you know a deer in headlights with a thoroughfare like oh and as soon as I turn around I look at him and he's like come here like that and I'm like oh okay and then I look beyond him, and the whole parish is cracking up. Oh, I could <laughs> imagine. The whole parish is cracking up. So I was, like, on the other side of that thing. That was, like, <sighs> definitely. I mean, I was, like, sweating. That is funny. And, but uh, I, luckily I had some friends in the front row that were, like, winking at me, like, dude, you're all right, man. Like, just <laughs> chill out. I, I was the um, godfather to my, my brother's daughter, and I go to the baptism. You know, nice baptism, whatever, and, uh, you know, normal. And... We get to the you know the actual baptism part, and they're like, "Okay, priest goes, look, here's your only job, right? I hope you can handle it. Hold this candle, you know, the baptismal candle. Hold the candle, you know, it's lit. And I'm holding it, and I look away for some reason, and I drop it, and it broke. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! He's like, that was your only job. I said that was your only job, <laughs> and you, and and my family, my family's merciless, right? They are brutal, oh, yeah. and they're like. <laughs> it's so bad. I felt like such an idiot, <laughs> dude. I've got I've got two one one thoroughfare and one uh, baptism. Oh, so I've got I've got a great family here, the Herman family, and uh, I think you've met Kyle and John, um, and their little one, Jack Jack. So it's his baptism. He's a little bit older, so he's you know he's aware. He's like three or four years old at the time, and um, so I go to hand him the. Baptismal can instead of the godparent, like he was aware. I said, "Receive the light of Christ," and he grabs a hold of it, and then he goes, 
<laughs> and receive the light of Christ. <laughs> and then I just see the smoke. And then everybody what in the con- supposed to do because I baptized him in the context of the daily mass because he's a daily mass attendant. Like he goes to mass every single day. He's like my little sacristan. He opens up the the vault. He pulls out stuff and the relics. He knows Saint Faustina by name. He kisses this, you know, Saint Faustina relic. He's a really cool kid. But when he blew that out, it was so everybody just died, died. So then I said, I lit the candle again and I'm handing it. And I said, do not blow out the candle. Do Don't not blow, blow out, out the light of Christ. I said, receive the light of Christ. And then he goes, <gasps> and then his mom just goes. <laughs> oh, it was the best, buddy. Now, my third first story real quick. Um, Father Tetlow's brother died, Mike. And we were doing this at St. Paul's because Mike worked at St. Paul's. He was a quadruple one of the most inspiring guys in all of Jacksonville. You remember him, just a phenomenal guy. So th- there's a ton of people showing up, ton of priests. And Father Bill, he, you know, he was not into incense at all. So when I asked the sacristan, I said, you know, do you guys have a thoroughfare and, and a thurible? And uh, she's like, no, I don't think so. We could look. And they found one. It was really old. I said, oh, that'll work. That'll be fine. It was one of those single chain ones, mm-hmm. you know, from the 60s or the 70s. Yeah, the, we have to do that move. Yep. Yep. So I we, we throw in some coals, and I, I light them up, and now I've got to get the coals burning hot. So I'm I'm spinning it outside. Like, whoosh, whoosh. the thing broke in half, and it flew down <laughs> the, the aisle. And, and to see, Tetlo, in the church? Yeah, but no, it was just outside of the sacristy. And it was so good, though, because Father Tetlow was so nervous. It was just a nervous laugh. And we were just laughing hysterically that the bread that this broke. So then when he was incensing the casket of his brother, he had a little chain. And he's like, and it just became a funny moment, which Mikey would have loved. You know, his brother Mike would have just loved it. But he's sitting there with a little incense. And, oh, buddy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you gotta check. You gotta check your notes. So yeah. I got one. I'm always looking. My my daughter was being confirmed, mm-hmm. and as part of this, they take all the kids downtown to see the cathedral and to learn about it. You know, they take them through the stations across. They show them, you know, the relics in the cathedral. They show them the resurrection chapel where all the bishops of Cleveland are buried and everything. And it's a really nice thing. They explain all the statues. There's a lot of great statues in there. Well, you know, we're going down there, and I was, you know, drinking coffee or something on the way there, and we're going through the, <laughs> <laughs> we're going through the the tour, and I'm like, oh man, my stomach's bubbling, right? Oh boy, I got a four alarm poop on deck, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm like, I I gotta sneak away. I I've never pooped in church before. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's like a thing. Like I don't know a lot of people. Do they have bathrooms? <laughs> right. I, I mean I'm you know I'm 39 years old. You, just, you know, you poop at home. You know, it's just like a th- thing. that's what you do. So I'm like, okay, well what do I do? I gotta I gotta find I don't know where the bathrooms are here. And I don't want to like poop too close to everyone. That's you know embarrassing. So I'm looking around I can't find anything. And then I see <clears throat> in the narthex there's like a stairway. I'm like, and I look down there, I look down the stairs, and it says restrooms. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I go downstairs, you know, very slowly, because, I mean, at this point, it's mission critical. Like, there's, like, if you commit to a path and you fail, (laughs) you're going to have to deal with the consequences, right? (laughs) This is my one chance for it to happen. And I see a restroom, and I'm like, okay, this is great. So I go downstairs, and I, I, I take a right, you know. And I, I see the bathroom. I'm like, okay, it's open. I walk in. 
Okay. And I, I start going to the bathroom and I, I look and none of the stalls have doors on them. Oh no. None of the stalls have doors on them. I'm like, but I turn around and try to walk back up the stairs. I am going to straight poop myself. So I'm like, okay, well, I just got to commit to this, right? <laughs> and I look out the door, and it's like out of commission. <laughs> the bathroom's closed for, like, renovation. Oh, my god! So gosh. I real quick, I tested it, and, you know, it works. I'm like, okay, great. But there's no doors, no and there's doors. no stall doors either. Oh, man. I'm like, this is a big gamble, right? You're, <laughs> you're pooping right out in the open. There's <laughs> lots on the door? No, there's no doors. There oh, isn't lots because no there's no the, doors. There's no door on the actual door going in and no stall door. And, and no so stall out door. of commission, Yeah, no privacy. But it's either this or poop myself. I don't have choice. Oh, I, I definitely do what you did. You have to, right? Yeah. I mean, just in good propriety. You don't want to poop your pants. <laughs> good propriety. So I'm, I'm, I commit to the, to the deed. And then I hear... <laughs> And the trooper's walking down the stairs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. And that I'm like, I'm like, is... no, 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 no. Oh. Please, God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? I'm like, okay. I'm trying to be quiet, trying to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't. It was a bunch of service guys, and they walked right past the bathroom. Oh. And I'm, I'm like, like, like this, like hiding my shame, like, like Adam after the fall. <laughs> but I got away with it scot free. But then I come back, and I mean, this is like a 15 minute expedition, right, to try to find something somewhere to go. And my daughter's like, "Where have you been? And why do you look so disheveled?" I'm like, you know, I'm like You're sweating. I'm like sweating. My hair's all messed up. She's like, "The thing's almost over." I'm like. So we'll I talk had, about it later. We'll talk, about, we'll it talk later. about it later. That was terrifying, but looking back, it was it was like like a Seinfeld episode. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I, okay. So this is a seminary, another seminary one, because I spent some time there. Um, so they had he says these... it like San Quentin. It's like <laughs> yeah, this is back when I did some, some time in the clink of the seminary. So we had a minor seminary and a major seminary, and I was in the minor seminary. And over the course of the year, we got to know the major seminary. We played against them in basketball. The brothers were brothers with the ones in our seminary. So it was pretty close. We were pretty close because we weren't very far away, and we did a lot of things together. Mm -hmm. And um, on campus, they had these, like, really ugly metal statues. I mean, I'm talking, like, just horrible. Yeah, they are, they are ugly. I don't know if they're still there anymore. I think they are. So... Uh, I won't mention any names. I don't <laughs> want to convict anybody of this. But so a, cu a couple of seminarians get together, like 10, and say, hey, we should put <laughs> these things in the back of a U-Haul truck, drive it up to the major seminary, and just scatter them all over the <laughs> seminary. <laughs> so we wake up at like 2 in the morning. The U-Haul the, the is out there on the street away from the seminary. We jump the fence. We drive up there. And we scatter all these like horrendous... <laughs> And, 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 and this seminary, the, the major seminary, is wide open. Like, it's just like, you, you can put these anywhere, and it just looks, like, awesome. So um, <laughs> so we're thinking, like, okay, they're going to see them. We're going to go pick them back up and take them back. Ha, ha, ha. Right. Right? So, well, we, we didn't really look at the calendar because the, um, the morning of the, the incident, uh, they were actually having, like, all the bishops 
from Florida <laughs> come to the seminary for a meeting. And they were not very happy. <laughs> oh my. So so there's a lot of finger pointing and stuff going on. And uh yeah, so that was like the incident of the statues in, in the seminary. Which is legend. I it, mean, is it, it really? It's totally, it's yeah. totally legend. People still talk about that yeah. still to this day. Another another legendary Delacrosse seminary story, which is pretty funny and embarrassing, is I won't mention the professor, but he's one of the more monotone, boring professors at the seminary. And he's teaching he's not anymore so he's not there okay. anymore we're okay we're okay but he's still you know yeah, he yeah, still yeah. lives he still lives the man still lives <laughs> he still lives on With in dignity. his boring life uh, no. but he's he's you know he's giving instruction and he's writing you know points on the board and you know a lot of the seminarians are kind of zoned out and they're like you know dozing a little bit <laughs> i think he's like of the, systematic theology <laughs> or something <laughs> like you know a couple of the, the guys up front are paying attention and taking notes feverishly Nerds. but then you hear in the back of the room <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> to which this professor stops writing and then looks behind like are you serious did somebody just actually say that <laughs> did you really and then this? he turns back and he just continues writing on the board <laughs> you actually did that yeah legend yeah. Boring. Boring. Oh my gosh, who does that? Another one is Sister Lavoy. God rest her soul. She's probably no. She's, she's still with us. Her sister, her older sister, died. Oh my gosh. But so I love her to death, man. Yeah, she is the one of the sweetheart. Oh. And she's also kind of Midwestern firm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I don't know. She was probably in her late seventies when I was there. Yeah, she's definitely in her seventies. And she was the music uh, professor yep. or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And. uh and so she she was charged with teaching all the seminarians how to sing the mass and all you know all the musical side of the thing. Did y'all ever do the bell choir with her? No, thank God. <laughs> we, uh, did, we did. There were some laughs there too. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, I'm going to her for the first time. This is at the major seminary. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Bishop Toops and a lot of the guys have forgiven me for the statue incident. And <laughs> all the others, the culpability was spread out. But uh, so I go see Sister, and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? You know, nice to meet you. Da, 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 da. She's like, here's what we're gonna do. And I was like, hey, listen, I don't, you know, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. I really, <laughs> I really can't sing. So, you know, and then she, with this like really firm face and this, uh, you know, I don't know, gnarly finger, a, a gnarly finger. She sticks it right in front of my face and she goes, "There's not one seminarian that's been through this seminary in the ten years or whatever it was that I was there that hasn't been able to sing the mass beautifully." So you let me do my job, and I'm like, "Okay, we got off on the wrong foot. Like we totally got off on the wrong foot." Boring. So, <laughs> so, that's absurd. So then I, I actually had a meeting with my uh, Dr. Raza, who's my formation advisor. I'm like, I think I pissed her. You know, like, I think I pissed her off. She's like, no, 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 Just go back. Do what she says. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I go back in there the next time. I think I had some little homework, and I come back in there. And she's like, all right, here, here's what you're going to do. She started these singing exercises. So we started going through them, and she thought I was, like, joking. And I'm like, no, this is how I sing, you know? Like, she's like, no, 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 no. This, this, this. I'm like, uh. And then she's like, come back tomorrow. Let me think about this. So I come back in, and I'm like, 
really think she's got a plan for me to learn how to sing, you know? I'm like, I'm thinking, <laughs> Get excited. Like, yeah, because I was thinking, like, okay, she's just, like, trying to figure out how to do this, and maybe she can help me. So I get there, and she's like, here's what we're going to do. There's a big base underneath the basement of the church. I need you to go get that and bring this in every day. So no, 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 no singing the mass. So I went, I went, I told all everybody, I'm like, yeah, I think she's like, yeah, I'm not singing the mass, you know, I'm not, I'm not in that thing, you know? So the first day I'm up there with the bass, you know, like Mike Dixon and all these guys are like laughing at me. They're like, oh, Ryan's got the bass. Look at Ryan. Like a bass guitar? No, the big stand-up big stand-up stand bass. They had a big stand-up oh, bass. Yeah, I, I picked that up in like a day. Uh, it was really easy because, you know, it's it's not very difficult to, you know, you're not playing a lot. Right. It's like some boom, boom. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, that was my sister's story. And and I, I really, <clears throat> really thought that was funny because I thought I was going to be able to sing and I still can't. <laughs> So your bathroom story brought up a memory for me, and it was, it was, this is very embarrassing for me, but I'm going to share it anyway. The more embarrassing, the better. So um, early morning, we have a full day of like building houses for Habitat for Humanity, and, but it's like early sunrise mass, um, and there's a group of guys and there's always this, you know, like there's older people in there, you know, it's open. It's Ave Maria. It's open to the public, too. So um, we're sitting in the back. And the mass time comes around and Father Garrity didn't show up. So we're waiting there. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll get up and I'll go I'll go try to find Father Garrity. So my buddy, who's now Father. One of my best friends. I, he was like kind of leaned over and like praying, you know, and I was, I had to like kind of step over, over <laughs> oh, no. him. And then as I was stepping over him, I let out some gas. It was like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was like right into his nose. And, he, and I you looked back. Us I did. I looked back <laughs> oh, no. and he looked up at me. He's like, <laughs> he was not happy. And then I just, I'm like, I couldn't help but start to laugh. And, um, you know, when it got Father Garrity, came back. It took him a little while to forgive me, <laughs> me after that one. Dude, I remember we were, well, we were, I, let's not mention names again. But we were, I was in the seminary with my vocation director at the time. And uh, he's like, hey, let's go pray uh, the office, you know, because we pray the office in the seminary. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I haven't prayed the office. Let's go. So we're sitting next to each other. And there's probably about 10 or 12 guys in there. You know, we're sitting up on the side. And we got the office of readings open up and he's holding it. And so I'm reading a stanza. He's reading a stanza. I'm reading a stanza. He's reading. And the, the book slowly just starts going like this. And I'm like, and then I follow his arm back and his, he's sleeping. <laughs> he fell down and hit no, the cushion no. of the pew and then fell down in between the pew. No. And was he I'm, narcoleptic? Yeah, I don't know. He must have had a rough day or something. Oh. And, then, and then another story, this is in the same visit, another story. Um, oh. One of the priests from uh, Tampa was uh, visiting and, and praying. I think he might have been their vocation director. And uh, so he cuts his mic on and he starts talking. And, you know, sometimes that's funny, right? You're just mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, you just mm -hmm. don't know what's on. And he'll be out here in mass. Well, he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> And and so Leslie Nielsen, you've got about yes. <laughs> wow. you got about, you got about eighty people in there just looking at each other like, oh my gosh. And so uh, I forget the guy's name from Miami. He 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 went trying to run in to go get him, and somebody grabbed him. And was like, no, no, 
Don't do it. Just let this one happen. Let this one happen. We're not going to tell him. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So. There is no other podcast out there, I think, that's going to, a Catholic podcast that's going to do this episode. Yeah. That's what makes us uniquely, awesomely terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Now, to find out a little bit more about how you can get more uniquely awesome, terrible stuff, Father Rich, why don't you tell them a little bit more about us? Definitely. Go to CatholicTalkShow.com. There you'll see every way to listen in or view our content. If you are on YouTube, make sure that you click the subscribe button, click the bell, so you get everything we produce. And a big shout out to our patrons. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Thank you for your financial support. If you're considering, go to patreon.com forward slash Catholic Talk Show. There you'll see every way you could support us, and we have cool stuff to send your way. Our sponsor, Hallow, is the number one Catholic app in the App Store to date. And let me tell you, it is a magnificent app. Over 400 million prayers have been said through this app. There are contemplative prayers, Lexio Divina, Bible in the Year with Father Mike Schmitz. There's so many resources on this app, and it continues to grow. People's lives have been changed by building a habit of prayer through this wonderful technique and this wonderful application. So make sure you check out Hallow today. And as you do, realize that there are so many functions of this app, developing your own personal prayer, developing prayer even in groups, journaling and maintaining the consistency of prayer that sometimes we could slip out of in the busyness of life. So check out Hallow. I am sure that it will enrich your spiritual journey with Christ. Our sponsor, Catholic Monthly, is providing a fantastic service to all Catholic devotees. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed in the 2,000-plus years of history, the development of art and music, the lives of the saints, and the calendar of the church, (laughs) the multiple calendars of the church? Well, my friends, let me tell you, Catholic Monthly provides you a subscription box each and every month to your inbox, and they could even mail you some really cool stuff like coffee mugs and apparel and prayer cards and all sorts of things. Check out Catholic Monthly, because if you do, each month you will be taking active steps developing your faith journey with this wonderful service. Go to catholicmonth.ly. Their website will give you the ability to sign up for digital access to all of their content and for this monthly journey to start today. And if you do, you'll get 50% off. So go to catholicmonth.ly and see what I'm talking about. You won't regret it. All right. Thanks for that, Padre. No problem. Here's one. I got it. It was within the context of mass. And to this day... Like I'll, I'll go to Father Rich's parish, and Father Rich is an excellent priest. He's really like I mean I know him, so I hear I talk to him every day basically. Um, but you hear him in mass; he's a different person. He's an amazing preacher, you know, really just I'm, I'm really good at it. But I hide in the back of the church because I know if I make <laughs> eye contact with him during the mass, he's going to lose it. He is going to have a <laughs> laughing attack. You like hunch over and you I like do. Hide. I, I go and I hide behind a ba- pillar and back. I hide so he doesn't see me because you know we're friends and I don't want to ha- cause him to have interrupt a the mass. Hysterical because it goes back to a mass that we were somebody somebody else at this table. <laughs> so <laughs> we were having mass in our office down in Houston. Howard, you I think you were there too, right? I think you were yeah, there yeah, for was. sure. And is this the one about me? Yes. <laughs> you can't tell funny stories about <laughs> yes, us. Yes, we can. Because it's yes, about us. Oh, so I was being the altar server, right? 
And by the way, I remembered all the moves, and it had been like, you did. like I'm 30 years. I was a good altar boy. But um, De La Crosse was the lector, right? <laughs> and we had maybe 10, 15 people you know, in the conference room celebrating Mass. Hey, give me your book. <laughs> and, and so, you know, Ryan goes up to do the, the, first, the first reading. reading. And he's like, okay, blah, 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 whatever the reading was for the day. And then he, he stops. He looks around and he goes like this. He just starts waving the Bible around the room like, anyone, 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 no, no, yeah. all right, whatever. And then shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> but didn't say any words. Didn't say any words. Like he's just holding he's the like, book. Eh, 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 okay. And then starts reading again. <laughs> and it wasn't really that dramatic and it wasn't really bad. Randy but it was a total Delacrosse move. Right. And then I start just kind of laughing a little bit to myself. And I kind of put my eyes down, right? Because I don't want to laugh during Mass. And I look up, and Father Rich is doing the same thing. And then he looked up, and we made eye contact, and it was we over. lost it. It was over. And we were laughing so hard. My jaw hurt. I was crying. I was crying. It was so bad, and it went on I for hours. I didn't think it was funny. I was just trying to find out if anybody wanted to read the thing. So, yeah, I can't look at Father Rich during a mass. Or, and you don't know how many times we have to cut episodes because we'll have a laugh attack because that same thing happens. Like, oh. I need a wall here. Yeah. That's true. Even on remote shows where we're all like in our own air, like in our own state, and like something will be said, and I'll look at Shield frame, and we'll look at each other. And we're just both bite. like go back, and if you ever see us biting our cheeks in the episode, you know we're about to. Oh yeah. It. Oh for sure. Uh, I don't know if I want to tell this next one now. I, uh, now yeah, yes, I want to hear it. it. I want to hear it. All right. So this is like my conversion, and uh, I went on a retreat, and I was kind of. I mean, let's just say I was like a hedonist, right? And so I. Found, I was like St. Augustine. I found gratification in things that physically or whatever stimulate. You were all about them pairs. Drugs and everything, you know? And uh, so I went, I mean, I, I had reached the bottom. It's another story another day. But uh, so anyways, on this retreat, they had Eucharistic adoration, which I knew nothing about. I was like, literally, when they brought Jesus out, I'm like, what is this? And people are clapping and singing and whatnot. And uh, anyway, so that night, I did an hour with Jesus alone. And I really met him for the first time and realized that this is what I was looking for the whole time that, mm -hmm. that, I, but, but I was not satisfied, you know, it was insatiable, all this stuff and just led me to, you know, darkness. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm like overridden with joy and I feel Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm like, it's a warm embrace that it's beautiful and it's mystical in, in a way, right? Because it's the first time and I'm just like, wow. So the next morning, Wake up, do this, do that, da 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 da. And I'm just like, dang, bro. Like, I'm like talking to people, like, you feel that, man? Like, that's mm. Jesus, dude. Mm -hmm. And people are just like, what's the deal with uh, it? Like, if somebody did that to me yeah. right now, I'd be like, okay. okay. Yeah, this guy's special. This right? guy. So, yeah, so uh, Brian, uh, yeah, some of the names mm -hmm. of people, Brian Holtz and some other people. And so we're all sitting there in adoration. And I'm walking around, I'm, everybody, I'm just like, hey, you feel Jesus, right? Like you feel his presence right now, right? And I'm just like, so cringy, yeah. dude. Oh no. No, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. That's part he was, of it. His raw, fired up Delacross I, I, was like next level, like uh, just all. But that's was, why we vibed so much. I was initially. a Shiite Catholic. <laughs> I was a Shiite Catholic, making sure everybody was on the same thing. Yeah, man. Well, because it was so shocking to me that nobody really taught me like, this. Why don't we talk about this? I wasn't a Eucharistic person. My parents yeah. were Eucharistic, certainly, and. You're just like, what? Like this, what? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I just want to make sure that 
like I wasn't hallucinating or something. Like I wasn't like, you know, and uh, I went to my uh, small group and I, you know, started doing the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, Mary Buck, uh, Mary Reed, now Buck, uh, is still a, one of my best friends. Uh, is that Lee Buck? God, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like God parents to he's been on the show yeah he was the guy on our 100th episode who was like sitting on Delacroix's <laughs> shoulder drinking a glass of Cabernet yeah. Yeah. he was like he looked like Billy D. Williams <laughs> 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 you know, he's like my woman enjoys laser and he's just got you know he's just, he's <laughs> Lee Buck. we were talking about Lee Buck for a couple of weeks after that <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah so he uh she was stop me in my tracks. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to make sure this is like, you know, everybody's just on the same man. page. Yeah. Because I, and me growing up in church, we're not on the same She's like, you go over there and you sit in that line. You know what that is? I was like, what? She was the line of confession. <laughs> like, she's like, I know, I know you've been away from the Lord. <laughs> you just like found him. Like, you know, like that. <laughs> so I go sit in line. It's one of the CFRs and Man, it was the worst confession I've ever had, but also the best one. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense, you mm -hmm. know, because I, I came back into the church. and But, man, I told this guy a lot of things, and the line mm -hmm. backed up for a while, and I think I wore him out. And mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, and he's mm -hmm. like, hey, listen, you don't need to talk about all the details of mm -hmm. all this stuff. You know, this, that, let's go. Like mm -hmm. you can, brother. Move it yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like my my conversion story of of. And then, you know, after that, I, I kept going to Adoration everywhere. You yep. know what I mean? And I moved next door to a perpetual Adoration Chapel. So Adoration was, like, kind of a big deal for me in my, yeah. my beginning stages. That was our first conversation <laughs> after I gave a talk about being open to the call to the priesthood, yeah. which I was dating somebody at the time. And yeah. it was just Tetlow's way to be like, you hey. know, we need to move this guy along here. Yeah. And you came up to me. You are like, yeah, bro. It's all about the Eucharist, yeah. man. <laughs> and I'm like, I like this guy. And we started hanging out like all the time after that. We'd come down to Flagler. I just, I just want to make sure it was okay to have passion about it because yeah, nobody man. else had it. It's true. You know what I mean? I was That's just like, true. I'm a passionate guy. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure I wasn't being weird. Mm -hmm. And it ended up that I was being weird, but not in that way. You know what I'm saying? It was in a different way. I was being weird in a different way. So, uh, uh, yeah. Got any other good ones? Dude, I've got I've got a few. I'm trying to I'm trying to sort through some of them. Dude, do you remember when we were having dinner with the Mercedarians? <clears throat> yep. The, the Mercedarian sisters of the Blessed Sacrament are some of the sweetest, most holy. I love those sisters so much. And they invited us over for dinner. Me and Ryan and a couple of our friends. Yep. We go over there, and then after dinner, we have a really nice dinner, and we're playing a card game or like like a like a I guess a card game or whatever. And they're like, okay, write down one phrase on a piece of paper, put it in a hat, and then everyone's going to try to guess who, who wrote, wrote it. it. So, you know. We played some fun games. Yeah. Them. So, like, you know, they start going through. And it's like, <laughs> I love Jesus. And they're like, oh, that was sister. You know how much she loves Jesus. And someone said, heaven is beautiful. Oh, that must have been mother. And then, then they read. Electric Boogaloo Part Two. <laughs> 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 and I look around, they're like, "What?" I, I didn't know it was Jesus stuff. I didn't know that we were writing Jesus stuff. What is it like? Roller skate, Electric Boogaloo Part Two. Yeah, and, and it's just, just like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> That that was because I didn't know the rules. Well, I didn't of the get game. the game either. That's I wrote the Norman. Fantastic. I wrote the Norman Conquest of England, and yeah. they're like, 
the Norman Conquest of England. That's interesting. Who do you think that could be? Uh, uh, <laughs> electric Boogaloo 2. Part 2. Oh, Eucharistic so adoration in Miami. Priest goes up, exposes the Blessed Sacrament reverently, knelt down, praying. He looked up, and his, you know, his eye line was just above the altar. And he sees this guy, and he's like, he's like, you know, Kind of like, you know, he's shaking and all. And then he's like, he's starting to watch. So the priest is like, is this what the? So he's just kind of watching the guy. And then, the, you know, the guy goes underneath the pew, comes out and he's got binoculars and he's, he's looking. <laughs> oh he's gosh. looking at the, yeah, he's looking, he's looking at the Blessed Sacrament with binoculars. So now the priest is just like sitting there. And he just has to crutch his head down <laughs> as he starts to laugh. So that, yeah, that, that's another that's oh, another story that no. uh, came out of Miami. There's a bunch of stories out of Miami. Well, you're, yeah, Miami. You're making me think about this guy, John. God rest his soul. He was uh, he was a ward of the state, had a mental illness. I think it was kind of a mild schizophrenia. The guy had the most gentle heart. He used to go to um, the the church downtown in Jacksonville every day for Immaculate mass. Conception. And I I met him there because he was always like fidgeting around, and, mm-hmm. you know, he had like kind of like the Tourette's His thing. Tics, yeah. And he was just so like trans. You knew what he was thinking like yeah. all the time, right? So we go on journeys with him, and I I used to take him to retreats and different things like that. And uh, I took him to a monastery in 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 Georgia, Conyers, Georgia. We went to a monastery there, and and you know, he's doing his own thing. He's writing and doing all this mm-hmm. stuff and walking around and fidgeting around and, you know, and, uh, and, uh, like he, 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 he took like five showers a day just cause he's like, Hey, the shower, they have hot water here. You know, like that, like that was his thing. So anyways, we're leaving and he's like, Hey, you know, I think I'm going to stay. And I'm like, uh, you kind of rode up here with us. You're going to ride. He's like, no, I'm going to ask them to be a monk with them. And I'm like, no, bro, you can't. I was like, it doesn't work that way, you know? So anyways, we hop in the car. We go down about halfway, whatever, to Valdosta or whatever. And we stop to get something to eat. And he, you know, basically just gets up and leaves the the thing, right? Like, leaves and he starts walking down the street. And we're like, oh, gosh, what is he doing? This is crazy, mm-hmm. right? He comes back and literally he's, like, kicking dirt up and down and, you know, like, throwing a little fit, you know? And he sits down. And, I, and we're like, John, what's going on, man? He's like, yeah, I guess uh, I guess God didn't want me to win the Powerball this week. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes from, like, wanting to join a monastery to <laughs> the Powerball. Not, not, not winning Powerball. So I've got another adoration one. So we did uh, In Persona Christi Retreat. It was one of – it was the first ones that we did. We were like – we had no vocations director. I had this guy that I was talking to, a younger guy in college, and – he was really discerning priesthood, but he, you know, so I was like, well, you just need a retreat. He's like, yeah, but where can I go on a retreat? So I, I talked with a couple of other seminarians. I'm like, let's just throw together a retreat and, you know, do nocturnal adoration. We'll get a couple of priests. Father Tetlow will do it. And so we did that. We, we put together this retreat and one of the pieces was nocturnal adoration. But some of these guys that came on it, they've never done nocturnal adorations where you go all night long in adoration. So we're describing it to the guys on retreat. So the guy that I was giving like semi, you know, help with in discernment at the time, he said, so can I like stay in here for a long time? Like, can I stay in here all night? I said, yeah, but I mean, if you want to stay in and pray all night long, like that's, that's totally cool. So I didn't think anything of it, but you know, morning came around six o'clock in the morning. I go, I go walk in. 
Homeboy was in the back of the chapel with a blanket and a pillow and sleeping. He just wanted to sleep. And I'm like, you don't sleep in the chapel. You pray in the chapel. You can stay here all night, but you can't bring your pillow, bro. Like, you, you can't do that. Him and Jesus were having a slumber party. <laughs> uh, were you? Yeah, I think the three of us were in the car together when you, one of your kids was getting baptized. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, and I, so and all three of us are in the car. We're like, we were recording a session. We're like, okay, after this, Father Rich was going to baptize, I think it was Maria. Maria. And so we're like, cool. Well, okay, we got plenty of time. Let's stop and get a coffee. And then we'll just go over to the church and do the <laughs> baptism. So me and Ryan, you know, and Father Rich are driving around in Della Cross's truck and probably listening to rapper. I'm taking our time. We get to the parish. We're like, oh. Where <laughs> Nobody's there. there. Nobody's there. there. And Ryan's like, you know, they should have been here right now. He's like, hey, he calls up Jen. He's like, Jen. Where are, you, where are you at? And she's like, Ryan Anthony, where are you? Get over here. Everyone is here. You're late. <laughs> we got the priest. We got the, the baby. <laughs> Ryan took us to the wrong church. The wrong church. <laughs> the baptism is at a different church. And we get there, and like all the people who work at Fuzadi and like friends and everyone, there's they're like all there. People there's, there. A, there's a lot of people, and they're all looking there. They're like. <laughs> Come stumbling Dude, in. That reminds me of Leo. <laughs> this this was this is one of my favorite Delacroix stories is get on the phone with Ryan and he's like Man, Leo, Leo broke his femur, man. We're I taking him to the hospital. You know, we gotta we gotta get him there. And then, hey, hold on, Father Rich. Like, yeah, can I get two chalupas, <laughs> a Dr. Pepper, medium, and like, I'm like what? <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> I remember I was talking to Leo like on FaceTime. He's in the hospital and you're out getting chalupas. <laughs> it was a gordita uh, crunch. It was a gordita crunch. Right. Gordita, gordita crunch. crunch. Okay, well, that, that excuse it. Gordita uh, crunch chalupa. are good. It's understandable. It's understandable. <laughs> oh, All man. Right, well, for fear of uh, having more stories about me. Any more incrimination. Yeah. Well, uh, my friends... We want to hear from you. <laughs> share your embarrassing, <laughs> share your embarrassing moments. Uh. Share funny stories from church. The, the world needs it, right? We need it. It's good to have a little bit of levity along the way. And uh, as we connect week to week, we just want to express our deepest appreciation to all of our patrons. We wouldn't be able to do the show without you. So big shout out to each of you and especially to our sponsor, Hallow. Hallow is just a phenomenal app, Catholic meditation app. It's the number one in the app store. Check it out today if you haven't. And we'll see you next week. God bless.